Hello and welcome to episode 25 of Behind the Journey. This is the show where myself and Sam Spencer discuss all the things going on in my business journey. And today we talk about A-level results and my new growth hack. I'm at my pride. Hey, hey, I'm at my So everyone listening to this, thank you for always listening. But uh, it's 13 minutes past four on Thursday. So... Podcast live in 45 minutes. Yeah, so we've got to record it, edit it, upload it, and get it to you beautiful people for the deadline. Because we ain't like everyone else. We don't miss deadlines. We just rush for them sometimes. And this is what it's basically like working in this company right now, is that it's just everything's ridiculously busy. Um, awful time to start the side project in terms of everyone's busy I'm busy um, Sam's been pulled into help with the video team which is again makes him even busier I've been halfway around the Lincoln world today so I'm even busier and um, we're still committed to getting this podcast out on Thursday so you can listen to us ramble on for half an hour 40 minutes and I just feel absolutely knackered to be honest I feel exhausted Um few things I'm, i want to be as open as possible in this podcast at all times i went up to work you know, to the ads team room about 10 minutes ago and uh we had four people working on one project and uh, when i said why are you all four are you working on one project they said oh um they really want a big push like they want they want to they want to make this campaign uh, get even bigger they want to keep going and i was like hang about here we've got x number of other clients and i've got four of you all working on one project like the client can call you 43 million times a day it doesn't mean that they get three hours um, so I'm going to have to put my foot down on um, time limitation on that project. And if, when you have to make those calls or have phone calls with clients or, uh, you know, or go in and shake things back to how they are and make things more, quote unquote, commercial and not emotionally driven, which is what that call would be. Uh, it's always a tiring process to have, um, to be honest. So, yeah, so I'm knackered. And, uh, but we still want to put this podcast out. And today is A-Level Results Day. It is. There's a lot going on today. There is a lot it's, going on today. What did you get for A-level results? What did I get for my yeah. A-level results? I dropped out, went to college. Wait, hang about. How does this work? So you can go to university from college? Yeah. So I did my first year of A-levels, Yeah. decided that it wasn't for me, mm. and then went to college, and then through BTEC. So I actually got unconditional B-techs. to Lincoln. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we have, my actual um, slogan for when things aren't great is BTEC. So yeah, no, it's not great. My brother did a BTEC, did very well for me, actually. To be fair, I ended up getting I, like... I, on a side note, I don't think anyone should do A-levels. I think everyone that, should do B-tech. B-tech's a major hack. Yeah, it is. I ended up getting something like 320 UCAS points, which is literally the equivalent of getting like three A's. And I'm not going to lie, I got my unconditional from Lincoln hmm. after my first year. So my second year, I did absolutely nothing because I was like, well, I'm, I'm in anyway. So all well, I need I know to do... Brad, so I did, um, I did electronics, maths, business and history at A-level. Failed electronics in first year. And failed maths in first year, so I had business and history. Got my two A levels, and then finished finished A level. I finished like college, and then was told that if I needed to go to university, I had to go and get another one. So I I t- took on economics, which I did as an AS, and I got that to A level. I got a full A level, so I got in with economics, maths, uh, sorry, economics, history, and business. But I only scraped through. I had to get to University of Lincoln. Then when I got here, I spoke to Brad. And he got like, so I'm going to say something, it's like 600 UCAS points. Yeah, just extra quick stuff. Because what he did was he did things like, rather than taking one A-level, he did like double media, double design. And they would count as double A-levels or something. 
It's, rid- it's honestly, and, and then, it, it's ridiculous. He got paid. He got like, some scholarship or grant from the uni because he got so many UCAS points. And he was like, I just hacked the system. Like, he just took on what he knew was going to be more UCAS points. So if he slipped on one of them, it would be fine. And then there was me, like, sweating with, like... So basically when I graduated, when I finished A-levels, I had a year when I was working. And then I went and did a year when I was working again, but I was also doing my other A-level so I could go to university. And I was like, that's hard, man. I was working, like, full-time, doing a business at the side, and then doing my A-level econ- economics. Hard, See, I, f- I feel like work. we need to, like, change the, the definition of when we say beta, because obviously we use it as quite a derogatory term. We as in, awful. If something, if, yeah, if something's going really badly or something's been done really badly, we refer to it as BTEC. When actually it should be like, A-level. if something's done smart instead of, yeah, instead of, yeah. instead of like... It's a growth hack, it's a BTEC. Yeah. When you've done something stupid, it's an A-level. Yeah. That's what we should do, actually. We should actually promote BTEC. We should make BTEC seem more of the cool thing rather than the, the bad thing to do. It should be like, you know, back in school when everyone used to say the word peak and it used to mean really good mm. now, it, needs to be now it means really bad because yeah. people have just started using it and like, that's what we need to do with our b-tech let's flip it do you know how the p-tech phrase came about i we were just throwing it around at school i don't actually remember the well, so um, i didn't know but my brother started saying it to me when what just just years ago about a year ago and then i started saying it and now the whole agency says it ah, i was saying it before the agency no, but you weren't you weren't saying it on the regular <laughs> you were, you, i made it cool everyone knows that's like when i wear black everyone in the agency now starts to wear black i don't even notice this Mike Shields, head of PR, wears black every day. Is he all black now? Mm-hmm. Andy, Andy Clowes, PR exec, black every day. So basically what you're saying is you've, you've blackened up the PR department. Yeah, they're on brand. <laughs> they're on brand. <laughs> um, cool. So yeah, A-level results. The reason I want to talk about this is because it clearly doesn't matter of what you get in your know, results. You know, there'll be loads of posts going out today saying, you know, on, on the words of like Jeremy Clarkson coming out and saying, oh, I got no A-levels and... Some of the famous people say, I've got no A-levels, don't worry, kids. And the reality is that's absolutely true. Um, follow your dreams. It's not the end of the world, is it? It's not. But I remember that I was proper upset with my A-level results. I didn't get what I wanted. And if I could ever go back in time and do my GCSEs and my SATs, I would remove all stress from them. I remember being doing my year nine SATs and proper shaking about it. Year six SATs, shaking about it. You know, GCSEs, A-levels, a whole lot. Just being com- completely nervous about them. And as a student, I've always been like a C-man. You know, never really excelled, never really failed, just scraped by. Um, so I never really failed. I'm not one of these people that was like, drop out and failed. I always did all right. Got through, got what I needed to do. But on reflection, you know, uh, it doesn't really matter. My dad's a teacher, always been a teacher. And he always was one that said, you know, got to do work at school. And I, I back him and he did really well guiding me to that point. But on reflection, you know... It didn't really do much for me. The one thing I will say, though, is obviously coming to university allowed me to meet Brad, allowed me to start the business, allowed me to, to live in Lincoln, etc. But other than that... They're more gateways than education, gate, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, damn right, gateways. So, so look, I mean, I'm going to join the, the the numbers of people that said, don't worry about your A-levels by saying, don't worry about your A-levels. If you fail, I'm sure there's something else. I totally to agree. Like the, the year that I decided that I wasn't going to carry it on, I was thinking... What do I do now? Do I have to go and get a job, or is there something yeah. I can still do education-wise? Work for a yeah, and I was, but I was basically just turned around and went. You know what? I don't want to go to work yet because that sounds long. Mm. <laughs> so I just decided, oh, college sounds alright, and then it's ended up shaping what I do. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I think that's a topic that's always used a lot is that about A levels, but the educational system needs a massive reform. It's always just the next step. Mm. Your your GCSEs Correct, are that. to step you to your A-levels. Your A-levels are to step you to university. University is to step you to your master's or if you PhDs. Or if you stop that, it's to step you into your job. Once you get to the job part, it really doesn't matter. Well, yeah, I mean, the the whole educational system was based on the principle that factory workers back in the day needed people to be robots to work, basically, in their jobs. 
So, like, when you're, like, in a coal factory, you needed people to be able to do the basic things and carry coal, for example. So the educational system in its actual history, in its past point, was there to create workers. That's actually the, the principle of education. Um, but I believe the educational system, the output has changed, but the input is still the same. The same. We're still inputting people like we want them to be robots and factory workers. Well, actually, the output now is that you have to be creative. You have to, and It doesn't fit anymore. Yeah. So the whole educational system needs a complete change. There's a guy called Austin Alrad in, I think he's in San Fran in America, who's creating the new school. It's called Lambda School, and where you basically, it's all free, and then you only pay when you get a job. You pay a percentage of your salary for three years, which I think is kind of cool, because obviously a massive debt problem in America. But it's, it's also, I think that's like a low risk kind of thing as well, because it's like, if you end up doing those education years, going and getting a job and your job isn't all that well you like it but it doesn't pay very much mm. well you don't have to pay back very much well no you don't pay anything unless it's over 50 grand over 50 grand yeah. or and, and and to it's be honest with, and then to be honest with you if you're making 50 grand you could pay your take cent. it mate take yeah. take that yeah. for three years and he's he's getting people from like um you know who are working in a supermarket type type you know not huge salary or whatever and then he's putting on 150 grand a year it's madness that's crazy and he's just opened it in africa which is huge because imagine if you can do that with the African, you know, Africa is you know, quite a deprived place and a lot, a lot of places are quite deprived. You know, they'll be able to go from no education to being trained to be one of the biggest, best developers. It's all developer based at the moment. Amazing developer and then go get a job at Apple. You know, so it's like, you know, anyone can do it. Um, obviously, you've got to apply for a sieving process, but yeah, it opened it in Africa, opened up in India, but it's caught, caught the start of it was America. Um, but if you can think about, you know, anywhere in the world soon, you're able to be trained as a developer and you only pay back the tuition when you've got a job that'd be ridiculous i think well i mean it, it's hard to battle universities have you seen that education the debt is mad yeah well mad we know so interest is ridiculous looking at all these payments like uh, the interest is more than a payments on the thing madness wow yeah it's not going to go away it's not, someone's gonna have to someone is going to pay off someone's gonna the student bubble is going to pop and i know that everyone knows that um i found myself a little growth hack talking about b-tech and growth hacks um, I was in the bath the other day, having a nice little bubble bath. Actually, this is where I, I don't know anything about bubble baths, right? I got in a bath, and I thought it was a bath bomb, but it turned out it wasn't. It was one of those bubble bombs. So, What's the difference? So, uh, here we go, everyone at home listening. A difference between a bubble bomb and a bath bomb. A bath bomb, you put in the bath when you've got water in it, and it, it's like, you know, it's like a bath bomb, yeah? You, yeah it fizzes out. With fizzes all the, out, yeah, yeah. yeah. It changes the colour of the yeah, water yeah. sometimes. A bubble bomb... You put in the bottom of the bath and then you turn the water on and it creates bubbles. Ah. So I did it the wrong way around. I put the bubble bomb in the top and it just sat there. So you just had this thing floating. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, oh, br- mate, it's a bit stale. I'll break it up. So I thought I'd break it up and it did nothing. So I had to drain the bath and then read it again. So I wasted water and I killed the environment. Climate change is my fault. I mean, you didn't have to mention that part. You could have just said, oh, so I was I'm doing... a bad human being. <laughs> I'll go in the march. I'll save, I'll save everyone. Um, oh, yeah, my growth act. So I was in the bath after I got figured out how to get bubbles. And uh, I downloaded the app Blinkist. Have you heard of that? I haven't heard of that. Mm. So for everyone who doesn't know what Blinkist is, it's a app that summarizes books in 15 minutes. Oh, yeah, you have mentioned audio. this before. I didn't, didn't recognize the yeah. name, though. So um, rather than spending eight hours and 24 minutes reading um, oversubscribed or key person influence, you can understand the basic principles of a book within 15 minutes. Now, I've always thought this. I've always thought when you read a book... You'll get so many pages in, 
and you'll finish it and you'll go, to be honest with you, the only three things that are relevant in that book were this, 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 and this. Like, I've always said, I think I've said it on this podcast, you know, what is the slight edge? Well, the slight edge is about doing lots of little things over a long time. It, you know, well, I had to explain that in 10 seconds. I need to spend seven hours and 12 minutes reading it. And, and that's kind of the, the, the conception of Blinkist is that someone reads it for you. They take a load of notes out. They break the notes down to, I think, seven chapters. Um, and they read each point as a chapter. And it's 15 minutes long. That's a good idea. I mean, I, I suppose it's good to have each of those stages. Like you can read the full book. You can read a breakdown. You can read a sentence long summary of mm. the like, effects of what the book is. But I, um, you know, I'm, I'm out of my reading again. I'm out of my reading and I'm out of my writing of books. Um, I feel I, like everything's up in the air at the minute, to be honest. It's busy, man. The moving offices, that's crazy. This side project added on top of it is ridiculous. I mean, whose idea was that? It's not going. It's not going well, so it doesn't help. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think you know, if I can, if I walk to work, fifteen minute walk, give or take, I can get a book done. That's my process. How can I feed knowledge with little time input? Is it audio or is it either or? Okay. So I audio it, obviously. Um, so AirPods in, press that's, play. That's a major key. That is huge key. And I, you know, I read a book. Well, listened to a fifteen minute summary of a book called Extraordinary in- Influence, and it was about how. Um, how tribes have worked in the past and how uh, sending appreciation of people and dismissing people uh, if done correctly can be seen as a major key i.e. if you were to walk into a room and go that works fucking awful what are you playing at and walked away that has tendencies that back in the day in the tribal area that's like you're outing someone in front of their tribe and you're basically kicking them out of the tribe it has a massive like ape-like sensation in terms of how people's like cognitive brain reacts to it mm-hmm. so it, it was explaining how like you should praise people basically publicly and how you should criticize people basically behind closed doors and how when you're praising people you need to be praising them on their core value so essentially what it says is every single person you have a relationship with at some point you need to find out what their key areas that they care about are. So if someone um, really focuses on being a caring human being and uh, really wanting to be liked, then if you were to praise someone in that scenario, you would say, I think you've done a fantastic job. You've made such and such feel really, really welcome. You know, you've showed you, you, you how, how caring you are with it when someone new joins the team. You're ticking their care box in their head. Therefore, the appreciation and the appraisal is seen as a much higher level than if you just said, well done. And it was about understanding people on a deeper level. And I thought it was a cool it was a cool read. But here's the thing. I'm glad I didn't spend seven hours reading it. Do you know I, what mean? I, I think concepts like this, and to an extent, not that it was a waste of time you read in the other books, but things like The Slight Edge, you don't necessarily need to listen to... You can read the, the title. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. All you have to do is listen to that incremental changes make you slightly better. Yeah. That's, it's just, that's just a tagline. Yes, you can get into the detail of it and find out exactly how this person came to that realisation, which... Mm is interesting, helpful, broadens your knowledge. But in essence, you only need that sentence. And that's it. So the, the issue I found is that not all the great books I want to read are on there. So, I, I mean, it got me thinking, actually, of, like, how could it be done better? Because, like, it's... First of all, their sales strategy is incredible. So anyone who's interested in sales and conversions, this is what they did. Um, first of all, I went on their app. I actually... I don't know how... I think it's a branded piece. I went to the app, downloaded it. Then it came up with... Do you want a free trial for seven days and then pay sixty four ninety nine a year? Or do you want to pay eleven ninety nine a month? 
So obviously being me, I got my calculator out. I went 11.99 a month times by 12. That's like what 140 quidish. So it's more than double. And you don't get a free trial, right? Or you can have a seven-day free trial, and then you get it for 64.99 or whatever it is. But do you, after your seven-day free trial, you can cancel if you want. Oh, you can cancel. So I went, oh, let's cancel if I want. Now I looked before I jumped on this podcast. I've got two days left of my trial, right? And I've only used it twice. Is it worth sixty four ninety nine to me? I don't know. Well, it could be, but, but you've if it was eleven ninety nine a month, I'd go, yeah, go on, give me another month. But they've kind of trapped me in that point now, where I've either got to commit or not. Oh, what is it? Literally, like? Well, I believe. I mean, I've tried to change. It's either commit or don't. So I'm going to commit. Well, do they don't do like a free version? Oh no, the free trial is seven days, yeah. and then it's sixty four ninety nine. I think ish a, a year. So now that, you, now that you've picked path A instead of path B, mm. you've now either got to pay the sixty-four ninety-nine, or, or you don't get it anymore. Yeah, we'll, well, let's see if I can change Surely they would turn around and be like, okay, you know what? If you don't want to pay that massive bulk in one, you can pay more over time with this eleven ninety-nine well, month. Right. I'm looking now. I'd be, ver- I'd be very surprised membership. if they've now given you a... No, you're, no. All I can do is cancel my free trial. And then, well, I assume if you do cancel it, you'll then be able to... Maybe. I, I reckon it's a one-time offer of £65 a year. And if you press cancel your free trial or, or say no to the £64, then it goes, right, it's eleven ninety nine a month, please. I reckon so. But I'd rather pay £64.99 than £11 a month. Because the, the app wouldn't just like self-destruct if you don't no, of activate course in seven but days. I, but, I, but if I want it, I want to pay the 64 quid. I don't want to pay the eleven ninety nine of 12 months. That is a very, it's very clever. I think it'd be worth it. Like, I think that putting, putting an entire book into a fifteen-minute audio clip. If you turn around and say to someone, "Listen yeah, to this," amazing for... books. Like, let's go into the library now. Name a book. No. I'm, I'm going to type in. Let's try slight edge, right? So search, slight edge. Search. They don't have the slight edge, right? Let's try. Ah, but this is what this is this is where you need to bear in mind. If they they if they're relatively new or still building all of their like database, mm. you could get in now for sixty five quid before they have a, like a million more books on and start charging a hundred pound. Well, no, I get this. Let's try another book. Let's go for keepers of influence. Can you not just type in like a broad search something like business books and see what kind of oh, business yeah, there's books loads they of them. got? No keepers of influence. Got to find your why by Simon Sinek. Because I mean, yeah, because like those two it's got books, oversubscribed. Those two books. The only reason I know them is because. You say them all the time, but, yeah, no, but I would the, never the, know. No, them. but the point is, if someone says like read this, like if someone listens to this podcast and they've got Blinkist, right, and I go read Keepers, it's a really good book, and they go onto it and it's not there. True. I don't Very think true. They, I think they've done a good job with this, but they haven't done the best job. I mean, I feel like they do just want to launch and start getting money in before they, they start they're committing they're to every. Ages. I don't know they? when they were like Blinkist launch date. Maybe they've got a. Um, like a restriction, like a book needs to be out for this long, have this many copies sold, be this popular before it. 2015. Found in 2012. Because there's no way they just... six million readers. Yeah, because there's no way they just put every single book on there and make a 15-minute... You've got to to have someone read it, you've got to have someone write notes about it, and you've got to have someone do the audio. Unless you can apply to be like a, a Blinkist author reviewer person maybe I assume, it could be. I assume that's what it is and then yeah. people just do it as they read the books that they read that'd be cool and you get paid maybe for it yeah maybe you get paid like five pound for every book you translate because so six million things paying let's say 65 quid 390 million they're doing all right aren't they 
not too bad. Blinkist is my. It's probably more if they're paying the eleven ninety nine a month. Yeah, which probably most are. That's cool. I mean, yeah, Blinkist is a thing. It's reasonable. Uh, I'm going to keep it, I think, and I'll see if I use it. And I'll see if I use it for the next six months, and I'll let people on the podcast know if it's worthwhile or not. But I think what it's going to do is it's going to make me find books I would never have thought about. Do you know what I mean? Like, am I going to read Simon Sinek, the Y book, or whatever it's bloody cool I said earlier? Uh, I probably wouldn't go for it top shelf, but for 15 minutes, I probably would. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's going to make me open books I wouldn't It's exactly the point that I was trying to make earlier. It's like, 15 minutes listening to something or watching a video about something is nothing. Mm. Whereas, even to say in 15 minutes reading, that sounds like a lot more. Yeah, and I agree. Well, as, as, as someone said earlier, like, you could be having your cereal in 15. You know, that's like, you could have a book every day. But then I was thinking, like, surely you can just watch a TED Talk. Like, as individuals, why do we put books on such a pedestal when it comes to education when actually TED Talks could do the same thing? Like, why do we have to listen? Why do we have to read a book like Key Person of Influence when we could watch a TED Talk about becoming a person of influence? Well, how do you know that's not happening? Well, it is. It will be there. But I'm just saying, like, why are we... Why are we prioritising you need to read these books when you could just say watch these videos? I don't know. I, that's a bit of a mess up conversation. Well, because well, I, I would say watch these videos. Someone like me but would but never turn... TED Talks is free. Yeah. I would never turn around to someone and say, read this book. I'd turn around and say, search this on YouTube and find a video yeah, of it. Yeah, true. And I, I, don't know, I don't know how schools are working nowadays. Schools might just be like... You know when you used to wheel out the massive TV? Oh, yeah. Well, now it's just, all right, let's pull the projector down, press play on YouTube, there you go, there's a 30-minute lesson where someone can teach you a lot more than we can. you're going to read in a book. I would actually think that teaching might change, and teachers may just be uh, almost referees of the classroom, and then most of us are done virtually. It might be like, you know, like the Open University, how you do all your stuff yeah. online instead. I think that... that I think that'd be, I think cause of, imagine like, that, but for schools instead. There's a massive problem then with education in the sense that they can't find enough teachers. And in some cases, I don't blame them for not wanting to be a teacher because some of these schools are rough. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're scary. Um, you know, besides some of these lads at, like, year nine and, like, 16, you know, imagine being, like, a teacher, like, a female teacher. You'd be scared. I mean, you would be. It's the truth. I can see that a lot of things going more digitally because you know, they could have, like, a real senior teacher educating and then you have people, like, like assistants around classes helping people out. I can see that being the thing. To cut costs as well would be quite interesting. But you make a lot of teacher redundant. Probably wouldn't be a great idea. You're talking about like wheeling someone out on like with an iPad or with their face just on Skype or something. Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking innovation here, right? Like, let's, let's, I, can't, I can't remember whether I saw it in like a film or a TV Landers show film. or something. But I don't know. I feel like we, <laughs> I feel we just rambled on for 22 minutes. To be honest, it's been a very interesting podcast. This. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I will test it for the next six months and see how we get on. But I'm thinking I'm gonna read a lot more books I wouldn't normally read. It's gonna open me up to a lot more areas I wouldn't normally understand. And that's what it's all about. So it's widening your mindset. And to be honest with you, for 64 pounds. If it gets me listening, reading three more books a year, in my opinion, that's a benefit. Well, one thing I'd especially say for you is you're very, very focused on business books. Yeah. Whereas I think you'd be surprised how much you can get that would like value your business that wouldn't actually be for a business book. Yeah, I can get that. Like a psycho- like psycho- psych- yeah. Yeah, psychology book. Psychology, mental health, things like that. Just like... Just, general books you can even think of like you could even think of ideas if you're watching a, like, like you're listening yeah. to a fiction book no i agree with you they don't do fiction books ah is it all, all, all factual yeah but interesting enough um what's happening next week oh i've been booked for another few events yeah, from the calendar so it's going on what are we doing this week is flown by tomorrow i'm uh i'm not in work the, la- the last two weeks have gone so quickly last when it, it got to last friday and i said this week's gone so quickly. Mm. Like I actually thought we were in the next day, but the next day was Saturday. Oh yeah, I had my uh, quarterly 
management meeting. I didn't even realise you had that. On Tuesday. Where were you? It was in here. Yeah, I had a quarterly management meeting. Um, went over departments when I launched, a lot of the office getting you know, office getting it created and stuff. Um, how much we're willing to invest in each side project. We've got a fixed amount that when we start a project, how much we can put into it. And when that money dries in that side project, we just can it off. So it's more of a systemized approach. We, we launch a business, put a chunk of cash in. When that cash dries up, that project hasn't worked, move to the next one. Because we need to have a system where we don't fall in love with the projects. That we just kind of go, right, we're going to put that much money in it. When it's dry, it's dry. Next. And we just have a, a flipping system. And the reason I came up with that concept is because I've seen far too many people I know starting businesses. And they just keep plowing money into it because they can't ever say no to it. You know, so they're running it for three years at a loss. Um, and it's just a cash drain. So by saying, this is the month we're going to put into that every single project uh, in that one space, we can just keep going and keep flipping and keep going. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And we move ahead with our, our lives. Um, a lot of it was about departments, new departments. Uh, and But then most of the time, to be honest with you, was about um, the new office, uh, how much it's going to cost, how we're going to even build it you thought of your decor yeah i know i know this is a hot so topic. i so i want to go down the idea of a jungle theme so like having like um moss walls and the reason i fell in love with the with the, <laughs> with the jungle theme is because i found a 12 foot giraffe on the internet i'm sorry this already you told me that you wanted a giraffe like so sticking I found out a the 12 wall. foot giraffe and it's 864 pounds for a 12 foot giraffe and i thought that was a bargain <laughs> i thought that's exceptional and the way that our new office is if you haven't seen it you guys on the pod, listen to, listen to um, the latest vlog. It's called Our New Office or something. And it's in there. You can see it. But there's a our, our main meeting room is up, upstairs with glass windows. So I see this giraffe coming out the side and its head just been staring into the... Could, that could be really weird, though. It's fucking cool, man. It would be like... I think a lot of clients will find it funny and cool, but I feel like it could be... Especially if you've not noticed it on the way. I know it's going to be hard not to notice. I'm going to say to the clients, when I put a proposal in front of them, I'll say, look into that giraffe's eyes. He needs food. <laughs> please, please sign. Donate today. <laughs> and I reckon that'll increase conversion rates by ten percent. I don't. I, I, I think I think it's an inanimate object. When I come up with these stupid ideas, when I try and justify them to Brad, I have to come up with these concepts. Like I think it'll increase conversion rates by twelve percent. He's like, how? It's like you've got a giraffe staring at you. <laughs> so Brad's massively against the idea of a giraffe. I I think the giraffe is, sounds like a waste of space, to be honest. Um, okay, on that I note, don't I don't like to burst your bubble, but it, it sounds like it's going to take up a lot of the room. A twelve foot giraffe. What about an alpaca? <laughs> well, is it still twelve foot? Because that doesn't mean no, it's a life size al- alpaca. That's chill. I mean, the alpacas are quite big. They're or, not... oh my god, I saw. <laughs> you can get a. And obviously, these are all fake. They're not stuffed. Just want to make that clear for the podcast. Side note. You can also get like a um, a lion, in the shape of a chair, but it's like a plastic lion. It's got like a seat areas in it is that going to be like your chair in the corner of the room yeah, I just thought it would be quite funny I mean it's hilarious I mean, where anyone go just type in 12 foot giraffe for sale on Google you'll see what Jeff I, I feel about. like for the last three months Brad's had the most stressful job trying to get this office sorted but for the next two months he's going to have like the most fun job on the planet no like, he's hating it he's hating it I'll play grand designs for a couple it's horrible, of months mate. it's horrible it's horrible <laughs> I'd love to design an office it's horrible it's not because you've got to make things, everything in budget like, moss walls are bloody expensive, man. I didn't think moss was that expensive. It's crazy. At the moment, it's just white walls and blue carpet. It's boring. I assume edge. the carpets aren't going to be blue, right? Well, I wanted to change them all more colour. He was like, no, Pete, it's not a play centre. I was like, but it can be, right? <laughs> the upstairs can be more colours. Yeah. 
I don't know. I literally. I, literally I tell you what, no, the upstairs, especially if you want to have like um, little recreation activities up there. You want to make it like you know, like Weatherspoon's carpet, so you can't see stains. Oh <laughs> but I've um, I still, I kept saying to Brad, it's up to you, mate. You make your own decision. He goes, I'm not making every decision on this office. I was like, okay. Draft. Sounds like he doesn't want to take 100 percent of the blame. He, he, doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. But anyway, so that's the office. Um, We're sat here at almost 30 minutes now, and it's it's 20 to five, so I've got 20 minutes to. No, because Sam, you will work hard. You will work overtime, won't you? I will work overtime because the, you're committed to the cause, not to the, not to the the office time. I mean, it's more for your for your bank balance. If you're worrying about the budget of this office, do you really want to be paying me overtime? Right. Sorry, guys. And it was just like it cuts off now, and we missed the rest of it because we ran out of time because of because of budgets. Um. Yeah. So we're gonna wrap up now because oh, we got an intro to do. It went 28 minutes and 35 seconds. Let's do it. So I can get in. We should go over the 30 second mark. Anyway, uh, 30 minute mark. Right, everyone, thank you so, so, so much for listening. As always, this episode has been a random one. I feel like you just rambled on for 28 minutes and 47 seconds. Um, not much, but hopefully you got some value. Uh, I feel quite perked up now after this. I felt quite mellow when we started. I felt we had a bit of banter on this podcast. I feel better about it. I need to make a really awkward phone call in 15 minutes' time. So hopefully it's, it's buzzing me up about that. Um, if you can pass it over to a friend, share the podcast, please do. I always love doing this content for you. And... We'll release our next one soon. Thanks for listening.